Hallelujah. So y'all, here is the here are the theme scriptures. If you have your Bible, go ahead and get there. We're gonna look at a lot of scriptures. I think they're gonna be following us on the screen too. So uh, if you don't, I know sometimes people take pictures of the screen. However, you need to do it. I'm so glad you came to church today. Amen. Why don't you give yourself a hand for coming to church on Super Bowl Sunday? Hey man, you come to church, man. Super Bowl today, man. Super Bowl don't start till six o'clock. Come to church, man. We tailgate, man. You ain't tailgating in Houston, y'all. Come on, game in in the box. But you know, people find all kinds of excuses, and we thank God. We, we, you know, we love we we love to have fun and all that, and uh, we we like sports and all that. How many y'all know? Um, Super Bowl ain't gonna help you when it's time to go to the other side, though. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Amen. And Usher doing his little Michael Jackson move ain't gonna help nobody neither. Amen. I know y'all gonna watch him. I know y'all gonna be watching us. I know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Talking about make me wanna. Getting another relationship, need the one I'm with. Y'all never heard that song, huh? Y'all you know I live in the world. Amen. I know who Usher is. I don't think Usher's somebody in the church. Amen. I know he's supposed to be doing the halftime show and stuff. But, y'all, we thank God for God. And uh, I heard him say it the other night, but uh, you know, I, you know I, 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 I think I got this from him. But you know, Nellie, what I'd do if I wasn't saved right now? I get saved. Yeah. If I wasn't born again in 2024, I get, I get born again. Amen. And you know what I do? Come on, KCOH people. If I wasn't a part of a good church like KCOH, you know what I'd do? I would join KCOH today. I thought I had some support for that. All right. Amen. So let's get in this word, y'all. Give me 30 minutes. Y'all got a teacher span for 30 minutes. Is that all right? Can y'all hang with me for 30 minutes while I go to sleep? Man, 11 o'clock in the morning, people be at church. Going to sleep. Just woke up. Just woke up. But good, they, the devil want to put you to sleep. Amen. If you got your Bible, I want you to lift your hands and say, this is my Bible. I believe it. I receive it. Today I'll accelerate. Spiritually. Let me hear you. I will gain momentum from the word I will execute what I learn because I'm a doer not just a hearer devil we bind you devil we bind you devil we bind you I cast you away get away from me my ears are open my heart is ready my mind is fixed on the incorruptible indestructible ever living seed of the word of God I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. And if you believe that, give God some praise. Hallelujah. All right. We've been talking about this, and y'all, I don't know. Every time I preach something, seems like I see it everywhere. And uh, how many of y'all know Club Shay Shay is off the chain right now? Oh my goodness. 
Cat Williams says everybody's going to be exposed this year. And uh, everybody being exposed. Monique went on there. Y'all, it's crazy. But for vindication to happen, stuff does have to be exposed. And so it was so funny. I was, uh, I think I was on YouTube the other day, and it said the specific words uh, about somebody that come out and expose somebody. I don't know if it was Monique or whoever, Kevin. Uh, they, uh, they are vindicated. And we've been talking about the year of vindication. And of course, they show some kind of receipt or some kind of video that backs up what they were saying because people accuse you of being in, in the wrong sometimes when you accuse or when you say something. And so that's what vindication is all about. It's about the fact that you might feel overlooked. You might feel rejected. You might feel like People are falsely accusing you of being this or that. And we said this year is the year of vindication. And we got a t-shirt that says vindication. Shh, you don't have to say a word. So one of the problems is that in life, much of what we do, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you go and examine it, much of our behavior much of even what motivates us to buy something, something we can't afford. You know, I go to the Louis Vuitton store, and I see people in there buying three and $4,000 purses, and I wonder, are they renting? I wonder, <laughs> do they have a car paid for? You know, $4,000 can go good on a car payment. You know what I'm saying? I wonder, do they have a savings? Shouldn't be spending three or $4,000 in the purse and you ain't got nothing in your savings. What do y'all think about that? But why do people do that? People do that because they want to feel like somebody. They want to feel important. We talked about the fact that many people have been through trauma. Many people have been victimized. Many people have been rejected. And so that creates this need for vindication. And this, uh, Mark Zuckerberg came along with Facebook and, and Instagram and all that. And so most people, you know, the young people talk about living for the gram. And they just, you know, they live to post and they, they, they post and wait for the reactions. And they don't get the reaction they need. They do something even more shocking to get a reaction. And it's all because people want vindication. Now, one of the things we discovered is the fact that the need and desire to be vindicated is not wrong. It's just wrong how many people go about it. And Psalm 17.2 says, this is David, let my vindication come from you because you see what is right. Media team, help me out. First Peter 2 and 7, therefore, to you who believe he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected. So you can be somebody that the builders rejected. You can be somebody your family rejected, called you the black sheep. You can be somebody that was rejected at the workplace. You can be somebody that was rejected in your field. Uh, many sports people at, at, before integration and all that were rejected because of their skin colors and so forth. Tiger Woods couldn't play at certain uh, 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 golf country clubs down in Georgia in the South because of 
the color of the skin, the stone which the builder rejected, the golfer which the builder rejected, became. How I many of y'all know Tiger Woods became so famous that that same country club was begging him to come back because it was money, right? So you can start off in a rejected space, but become, come on somebody, the chief cornerstone. And this is what happened with Jesus. This scripture's talking about Jesus. He was the one that the builders rejected, but he became the chief cornerstone. And look at Psalms 37 and 6. I love this one. I love this one because this is some of the stuff that he started doing with me and my wife. He will vindicate you in broad daylight. Y'all like that one? Come on, let me, I'm gonna do the building. I'm gonna come on this side. He said he will vindicate you in broad daylight and publicly defend your just cause. People go to court, don't have a lawyer, they get a public defender. Well, God said, I'll be your public defender. I will publicly defend you. I will do it in the open and people will see and know that I am God on your side. If you're excited about that happening this year, give God some praise. We're declaring and decreeing it's gonna happen for you this year. Yeah. People seek validation and vindication because many times they feel powerless. We talked about some of the things that we see in the church, church looking like the world or always wanting people of the world and the things of the world and feel like we feel better when some secular celebrity comes and sings on our album or whatever or comes to our church. Because people in the church feel powerless. And many times, when you look in the natural, when you look at people who have billions of dollars versus the church who don't have billions of dollars, most time local churches don't. When you look at corporations like Google and Apple and Facebook and all them people, we say, who are we compared to them? Anybody ever heard of David and Goliath? Yeah. God can use whoever he wants to, whenever he wants to, for whatever purpose he wants to. If you believe that, say yes. So many people in the church feel powerless. Many Christians feel powerless. But the church has the answer. Andre Crouch wrote a song many years ago. He said, Jesus is the answer for the world today. My father-in-law preached a message years ago. I'll never forget it. And he said that the church is the world's only hope. We're, we're not one hope. We're not one hope of many. We are the world's only hope. The gospel is the world's only hope. Think about everything else that the world has tried. Come on, what about education? That system has failed. What about the justice system? That system has failed. What about the political system? That system has failed. What about all the other systems, the humanitarian systems that's supposed to be taking up money for charities only to find out that the very people, Black Lives Matter, all them people took in all this money. But how many of y'all know if we Black Lives Matter, you getting the millions of dollars, 
How many of y'all know that money never went to Chicago to stop the crime? How many of y'all know that it, it went to the people that founded it and, and they started embezzling their money so they could buy houses and live big and all that stuff? So we find out every system that's supposed to help, every system that's supposed to do something is corrupt. But the church, the gospel of Jesus Christ, come on somebody. It's the world's only hope. That's the reason I do this. And we're not powerless. We are the powerful. Somebody say amen. <clears throat> Most Christians we talked about last week suffer from spiritual low self-esteem. But Jesus gave us power. Many people live a powerless Christian life. Many churches live a powerless existence. But let's go to Isaiah 8, 18. I know it's not in my notes. If y'all can go there, if y'all can't, don't worry about it. If you got a Bible, you can go there. Isaiah 8, 18, it says, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord have given me offer signs and wonders in Israel. We're for signs and wonders. If you have been born again, let me hear you make some noise. In Romans 8, it says that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. How many of y'all know it takes some power to raise somebody from the dead? Y'all, I've been a part of uh, somebody being raised from the dead in college. And y'all, it takes some power. It takes some folk with some faith. It takes some folk with, with some, some praying power. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? But the Bible says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is just in the pastor. It's just in the bishop. It's just in the whoever, whoever we think it, some prophet, some prophetess, some, some whoever, right? No, the Bible says that my children are for signs and wonders. So most Christians are sitting on so much power that they've never even used. Somebody say amen. Money is power. Deuteronomy 8.18. He said, remember, it is the Lord your God who gives you power to get wealth. I said this last week, and, and I think I'm caught up. If you live your life based on God's instructions, he will back you with power. If you live, everybody say, if I live my life, Based on God's instruction. That's a big if, isn't it? If I live my life based on God's instructions, he will back you with power. Now, this is what I want to get. Look at um, Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Jesus gathered his followers, those people that were with him, and we know of the 12 disciples, but besides the 12, there were 70 as well, a larger group that uh, was with Jesus. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Listen to what he said. 
He said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, a lot of y'all watch these horror movies, demonic horror movies, the devil, the devil inside, the exorcist, Annabelle, all this stuff. And the devil, it's all fiction because the devil always portrays that he's so much more powerful than God. Y'all, the exorcist, if I've been in the exorcist, that movie lasts about five minutes. Because I'd have said, shut up and come out in Jesus' name. And that devil would have came out. Now, I'm going to tell you, me and my wife, we've been a part of deliverance. We've seen people levitate. We've seen people squirm down the aisle like a snake. We've seen all kinds of stuff. We've seen other people. We've seen witches do this at people, and they come, they get up off the floor, and, and they hit them against the wall. We've seen the power of Satan work, but y'all, how many of y'all know that we got power? Now, don't listen to these people that tell you the devil ain't got no power. That's a lie. The devil does have some power. But how many of y'all know that God is the most powerful? That he is the God of all power. Somebody say amen. Amen. Look what it says. It says that I give you power to tread upon servants and scorpions and over all the power. Here it is. I give you power over the power. Y'all see this? So the devil does have power. And all that money and stuff that hip-hop has and that Sony has, and, uh, that's, that's power, money is power. But God said, I give you power over that power. Somebody say amen. amen. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So I want to show you this. Because this is going to be good today. So the title of this message is Vindication by Power. The reason I don't have to say a word is because, y'all, I'm finna knock you out in the first ring. And in, 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 in the first round. Y'all, you remember Mike Tyson? Y'all, you know what's crazy about Mike Tyson? I know some of y'all young people never lived, you didn't live when he was fighting. The, the crazy thing about, about Mike Tyson is you can watch. 30 of his fights, highlights, in less than 30 minutes. Do you know why? Because this brother was knocking people out first 15 seconds, first 20 seconds, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? So here's the deal. That brother didn't talk a lot. You know, uh, people, the boxers used to come out with their music, and they'd have all kinds of different music, whatever they wanted, hip-hop or whatever, Floyd Mayweather and them, they come out. Yeah, you know what? He didn't come out with no music. He had one note. Boom. He didn't have no robes, a bunch of flashy stuff. He came out with no shirt and, some, and his shorts on. He didn't have a lot to say because he knew he was finna knock you out in the first round. Come on, somebody. And y'all, the reason why we strive, the reason why we do all this stuff in life is because we feel powerless. But y'all, we got power over the power of the enemy. Come on, somebody. How many of y'all know that Satan runs uh, most of the industries of the world? But how many of y'all know that the believer has power over him? Somebody say amen. Yeah. 
So that's why we don't have to run to Puff Daddy and Beyonce to get something paid. You know, it's a church down here downtown, got all this stuff paid for by secular people. How many of y'all know God can pay for it? You ain't got to bow down to nobody. Gotta put their name on it for them to pay for it. That was crazy. But God got more power than that. And we gotta stop suffering from low self-esteem and tap into this power. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready to learn something today? Look at this. It said, I will give you power over the power. Listen, he said, behold, I will give you power. Now that first word of power that he's gonna give us is called exousia. It is the authority. It's the authority. It's the jurisdiction. It's the power of choice. The authority or influence and the right of privilege. The power of government. They got it up here. The power of rule of government. The power of him who will and commands must be submitted to others and obeyed. Here's what we haven't figured out. Now, those other Companies, those other entities, they have maybe more money power. They, they, they may, may even have more physical power, strength. But y'all, we are the ones with the authority. And authority trumps strength all day long. Do you understand what I'm saying? For instance, if 10 bodybuilders dudes came in here trying to cause some problems, we got police officers in here. Now, police officers don't have to be bodybuilders to control that situation. They got the authority to control the situation. Come on, somebody. And then they got some power to control the situation. And then they got some authority to use the power to control the situation. If you understand what I'm saying, say amen. So I don't have to be the brightest. I don't have to be the best. I don't have to be the cutest. I don't have to be the smartest. I don't have to be the most handsome. I don't have to win the beauty contest. I don't have to win homecoming king or queen. But when I walk in the room, when I walk in the space, I'm the one with the authority because Jesus gave me the authority, the power to rule over that power. You got to stop feeling powerless. So often, Christians, they live the footprints in the sand, Christianity. He carried me, he carried me, and I didn't see number one set of footprints, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's weak Christianity. It's all about what God's going to do. I'm waiting on God. He can work it out. Don't worry about it. I'm trusting in the Lord. And I'm waiting on him. What about what you're going to do? Not in your own power, but the power that God has already given you. Go back to that scripture. He said, I give you power over all that power. So watch this. He said, I give you power. And I got a story for it too because I know y'all like to hear some of the stories that back this up. What is he talking about? He said, I will give you power over all the power of the enemy. So he said, I'll give you authority. And the power of whom, whose will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed. Universal authority over 
Y'all see that? Now listen to this. What is the power that the devil has? I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Here's the word dynamis. He said, I will give you authority over all the force or dynamis of the enemy. Miraculous power. Strength. Violence. Mighty, wonderful works of power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Y'all, the church ought to be showing up, taking over, changing the game. Did y'all hear what I just said? You ought to be showing up, taking over, and changing the game. A Christian who walks into a workplace, your influence because of God ought to change the game at wherever you are. Because when Jesus walks in, in you, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, how many of y'all know that power changed stuff? Right. It removed the barrier, it removed the stone, it got Jesus up, Jesus walked out, all the whole thing. So if you got that same power, when you walk into a situation, things ought to change. People ought to look at the church as the agent of change. When there's something going on, they ought to ask for the church to show up. And in many cases now, they're doing that, they're doing that through grants and stuff because the world systems have failed. I told you before how many times principals have called me when I was in education, they knew I was a pastor first, they would call me to come and lay hands and pray and anoint the school, anoint classrooms. They, one time, and I couldn't, it's illegal, yeah, I couldn't do it. They said, can you just come lay hands on the child, just anoint them? I said, I can't do that without the parents' permission. They wanted some help. Somebody say amen. And we are the game changers. We are. But so often, y'all, I can't help you and get help from you. Do y'all see what I'm saying? So, so we didn't get the P, we didn't go to the government for a handout, give us a PPP loan so we can start a church so we can help the community. We didn't do that. We say, God, if you're really God, show yourself strong. Somebody say amen. If you're really God, you can give us $400,000 to put down on a, on a campus. If you're really God, you can give us the $200,000 to renovate it. If you're really God, you can pay it off in six months like we believe in you to do. And, and, and y'all, here's what I'm saying to you personally. All that strife and arguing and trying to prove something. Y'all, I remember that stuff. I remember that. Just, just trying to be around the family and go rent a, go rent a BMW to go to the, the family reunion and, and you can't even pay your rent and all that stuff. Y'all, that's crazy. You don't have to do that stuff. How many of y'all know you ain't got to act like you can actually be like? How many of y'all know you don't have to fake it, you can actually make it? Somebody say amen. Power, over the power. Huh. Let me see if I can help you. Moses, let's look at this. 
Moses, I, I want to get here. Let's go to Exodus 5, uh, 1 to 3. So afterwards, <laughs> Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, He's laughing. Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice? Who, who, who are you talking about? Who are you? Anybody ever looked at you and say, who is you? Who are you? Like, you, you're not famous. You're not rich. Who are you? Listen to what he said. He said, who are you that I should obey? Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice? I don't know this, Lord. See, the people in the world, the people around you, they don't know the Lord. They don't know the power. Who's God going to send for them to know him? You. We are his representatives. Everybody say, I'm his representative. Everybody say, I'm his representative. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to preach this uh, soon, you know, because I'm an end times guy. The very reason why we talking about stuff is bad and gas prices is high and all this stuff, you know, the very reason why stuff isn't as bad as it's going to get is because the church is still here. The Bible says we are the restraining force in the world. So if God is going to show up, he's going to have to show up in you because like Pharaoh, many of the people are saying, who, man, who is you? Why should we listen to you? Listen to this. <laughs> and listen to this. And they said, the God of Hebrews have met with us and said, let us go and let us pray. Now, here's the deal. Pharaoh was laughing at him. We're talking about the year of vindication. You know, people will laugh at you. You remember Joseph when he told his brothers his dream? He was just a 17-year-old boy. People will laugh at your dream. People will laugh. Who she thinks she is? People will laugh at you. Laugh at who? The, what they think? Oh, how they going to go get a house? She's she just 24 years old. How she going to get a house? All that kind of stuff. Right? They'll laugh at you. How she gonna start a business? How he, how they gonna do that? All this stuff. They'll laugh at you. But listen, they laughed at Moses. The Pharaoh and his his people laughed at him. But watch what happens. Remember that first scripture we read in Isaiah eight and eighteen or something. It said that you're made for signs and wonders. Listen to what happened. God shows up number one and turns the water into blood. Everybody say some power. He started changing some stuff. Number two, still wouldn't let him go. What about the frogs? And then he sent lice. And then he sent flies. And then he killed the livestock with diseases and pestilence. You gonna let us go now? Nah, still ain't gonna let you go. Then the balls. Everybody in, in Egypt had balls all over. But the people in Goshen, where the Israelites were, they didn't have, they had none of this. And then the hell, and then the locusts, and then the darkness. And then finally, all the firstborn were killed. I can see Moses showing back up. How you like me now? Are you going to let him go now? So here's the thing. What, what happens is God will vindicate you when you step out and walk in that power. Somebody say amen. I think I probably stopped more killings than this, but I remember two distinct times when I was in the middle of something 
and gunshots was getting ready to break out. Now, here's what I'm saying. At the time that you find yourself in something, how many of you ever find yourself in something you weren't trying to get into? Yeah. Moses, he was just on the backside of the desert. He was just being a shepherd. He was just chilling. He had just met his wife and all that. And they was getting ready to start. They started the family. And Moses didn't want no trouble. How many of y'all just been chilling, didn't want no trouble? Let me see here. But you find yourself involved in something you never even asked for. God put you in there because he wants to show up with some power. Let me show you what happened. So I was at a gas station. I told y'all what this gas station was. Some of y'all might know. It's a Shell gas station. It's on the Beltway 8 and Tidwell. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I was going over there to get some gas, man. I was just going over there to get some gas. And uh, it was after work. And, and, and I had my praise music on. You know, I was worshiping. And, and I wasn't I wasn't listening to Frankie Beverly Mays. Come on, somebody. Thank God. I don't listen to Frankie Beverly no way, but it's some people that in the second world I, I used to listen to. But y'all, I wasn't listening to them people. I was listening to gospel music. And y'all, if they can bump they 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 secular music, I believe I can get some 808s up in there and bump my gospel music. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? So I was already changing the atmosphere when I drove in there. And y'all, I don't turn my music down. Do they turn their music down? The F and the blah, blah with the freaking freckles and jump, jump, jump and cussing. They don't turn it down. So I turn my stuff up. And I was pumping my gas and I was on my way home, going home to see the beautiful, this most beautiful woman, been married to for 30 something years and I just can't wait. Hey, somebody say amen. And then, <clears throat> I'm pumping my gas. I see two cars. I see this black dude, T, a Hispanic dude in his car. So he cuts them off. The Hispanic dude's getting ready to come out. He cuts them off like a T. And he get out. Say, man, what's all that junk you was talking? I saw you blam, 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 blam. So the Mexican dude, he starts saying something. I still got my gospel music on. Then, he said something, so then the black girl with the black dude, she jump out and starts talking mess. Then the Hispanic dude, his girlfriend, she jump out and starts talking mess. And then the black dude say, girl, yo, your girl can't talk to my girl like that. You know, they weren't saying nice words like that. They was cussing. So then the dude, the black dude, went to go under the seat to pull out something. Now I'm in the middle, yo. I'm right here. The car's there, this, there. I'm right here. What do I do? What do I do? Better call 911. What do I do? Ain't no time for that. By the time 911 get there, somebody gonna be dead. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? They got power. They got guns. They got this and that. So then the Hispanic dude, he went, pop his trunk to get something. Come on, somebody. I'm standing right there. I can't get in my car fast enough to move out. What do I do? Well, Jesus said, I give you power. Come on, somebody. Authority over all they power. Y'all, I stood right in the middle. I raised my hand. I said, hey, in the name of Jesus, I command this to stop right now. I said, get back in your car, bro. Get back in your car, bro. 
Ain't going to be no shooting today. Now, do y'all know nobody said another word? Nobody, no, I'm talking about, I'm not, I'm not making this up, y'all. You remember I told you this when I got home? Nobody said nothing. The crazy black girl with the attitude, she got in the car. The Hispanic girl, she got up in her car. <laughs> he drove away, they drove away. Because we served the prince of, come on somebody, we got power over all the power of the enemy. We want to stop violence, let the Christians show up. We want to stop the drugs, let the Christians show up and stop being afraid and display the power that God has given us. Was my heart beating? Yes. It's happened a second time. This happened more than these two, I'm telling you, but I can tell you what this happened. On Wallaceville and the Beltway. Something about the Beltway. There's a Chase and a Starbucks right there across from the Walmart. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, I was trying to get to Chase. Now, whoever designed that whole parking lot, whoever them engineers were, need to be fired. Because they created a drive-through for Starbucks at the same place where people trying to get to the bank and leave the bank. So I'm sitting there waiting to go to Chase. This actually happened. How did it work? No, okay, yeah. So I'm in the middle, no, getting ready to leave. I'm trying to get out. There's a man on this side trying to get into the Starbucks line. This one. White guy. There's a black guy on this side trying to get in the Starbucks line. I'm in the middle trying to get out and it's all jammed up. So, the white guy had been waiting to get into the Starbucks line, trying to get his coffee. He was a security guard. He was armed. Black guy, he chilling. He getting ready to get into the Starbucks line. Now, nobody knows where anybody's going because the Starbucks line and the bank is, is in the same direction. So, everybody been waiting their turn, one, two, three, to get in line. And so the black guy, he hadn't been up there, so he didn't see it, he wasn't paying attention. So it was the white guy's turn, but he got into the Starbucks line. White guy jumps out the car, start cussing the black dude out, got a gun on him, he said, I will kill you. I will kill you. I'm in the middle. So the black kid, thank God, he, he was cool-headed. He wasn't, he wasn't tripping. And uh, the white guy, I've been waiting here for five minutes. You and the boom, 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 boom. So y'all, I mean, literally, if the dude's shooting, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of it one more time. 
I said, God, oh my God. My heart's beating again. I jump out the vehicle. I say, hey! Put my hands up. I say, in the name of Jesus, this got to stop. I say, bro, get back in your car. Dude, got, he gets in his car. Black dude over here, bro, you okay? Bro, I don't know what he tripping on. I said, I don't know. Let me talk to him. I say, bro, what's the matter? Nah, man, he ain't going to do me like that, man. These, these, these young punks, they try to take advantage. I said, bro, it's coffee. Does anybody need to die over coffee? I said, I'm a pastor, man. I said, do you know Jesus? Yeah, I know Jesus. And he started calming down. Now, y'all, think about if Y'all know Christians do be at the scene of stuff. But what we be doing? We run another way. We don't have no power. Come on, somebody. We told you about Brother Pat. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Brother Pat, we told, we told you about Brother Pat last year. His, 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 his wife is over here uh, where, where, where he was in the middle of an active shooter. We talked about that last week. In the middle of an active shooter, this guy shot 10 people. He was, he was in the middle of shooting downtown. He was an attorney that just lost it. And he called me and he said, Pastor, what should we do? I said, we're going to take authority. I said, nobody's going to die today. And, and, he, and one of the bullets went into the young man's chest and came out the other side because we took authority. That young man, how many of y'all remember he was a member of our church? How many of y'all remember he got up and gave that testimony about what happened to him? The bullet actually came out. It was a white guy. And y'all, we took authority. Nobody died. Somebody say amen. Y'all, we got the power. Here's the last thing. You know, it was such a fight for us to get this campus. And the reason why the devil fights churches, and some of y'all sit on your money, and I know some of y'all visit, but they talking about money. Y'all, do you, when you go to the dentist, what are they talking about? When you go to the doctor, what are they talking about? If you go get something to eat in a few minutes, what are they going to talk about? Y'all, do you know we don't have all this without money? But y'all want everybody else to have money, but church shouldn't have none. That's crazy. But there is a force, a demonic force, that want to keep church people broke and keep the churches broke. Do you understand why? Because the devil knows the, the property we own, we control it. Come on, somebody. Yeah, see, when during COVID, when we were using somebody's stuff, you know what? When, when, when they said they was closing down, they put us out, didn't they? They put us out because they said, we closing down, so y'all got to leave. How many of y'all know when you own something? Come on, somebody. Can't nobody tell you what to do with it. The devil doesn't want Christian people owning property. He don't want you to buy a house. He don't want you to buy no land because he knows as soon as you get into that neighborhood, things are going to start changing. Somebody say amen. That things that he used to do, he can't do no more. And I declare and decree in the fofo. Come on, somebody. I declare and decree in Acres Home that Acres Home belongs to God now. Hallelujah. And all the drugs and all the violence and all the crime gotta go in Jesus' name because he's given us power over all the power of the enemy.
Churches running because drug dealers. Y'all, we're going to run the drug dealers out. Y'all been in schools. We've been in neighborhoods overrun by gangs, overrun by drugs. Me and my wife, we took authority and that stuff had to go. Y'all, the devil can't run us off. We run the devil off. The Bible says submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. You in the neighborhood, we got to move. It's getting bad. No, they got to move. We got authority. You got to start using your authority. Come on, somebody. You got to start using your authority. You got to start opening your mouth and telling the devil what to do instead of sitting back being the victim. Come on, somebody. You can't be a victim and be a victor at the same time. You better tell the devil, get out of here in Jesus' name. Get out of my house. Get out of my neighborhood. Get off my job. Get out of my department. Get out of my children. Get out of my marriage. In the name of Jesus, devil, hey ho, you gotta go. Be sitting around. Y'all don't believe it. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't on your feet. I'm getting ready to tell you to do something. How many of y'all believe what I just said? Stand on your feet, start declaring some stuff. Hallelujah. 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 We got the power, y'all. Y'all remember that old hymn hymn of the church? I got the power. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? No, we got it. And y'all that sit here and don't care, y'all want church to be broke, but watch the Super Bowl. Them companies that can give three, four, five million dollars to get a message out. And the church supposed to be anemic. How are we going to reach the young people? And we ain't got no money. How are we going to reach the children? We ain't got no money. How are we going to reach the college age if we ain't got no money? Somebody say amen. How many of y'all know every pastor ain't crooked? Come on, somebody. Every black bishop, every black pastor ain't a homosexual. Come on, somebody. It's some people that's right. And y'all, we got to unite and have some power, but then we got to individually, we got to walk in some power. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? This is the year of your vindication. I'm declaring and I'm decreeing it right now. I'm speaking it over everybody standing up in this room. This is the year that your power is coming forth. Somebody say amen. You got to open your mouth and start saying some stuff. And when it's chaotic all around you and you find yourself in the middle of some mess, you better be able to say, in the name of Jesus, I command this stuff to stop right now. Every devil in hell, get out of my house, get out of my, from around me in Jesus' name. You got to be able to agree. Ain't nobody dying in my neighborhood today. Ain't nobody getting strung out today. Ain't nobody ODing today. Come on, somebody. Started declaring the decree. Every young man I, I run into is going to become a preacher. Somebody say amen. amen. Every young girl I, I run into, she's going to save herself and she's going to be a woman of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Woo. Here's our decree. 
Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Everybody say 2024 is the year of vindication. I will be compensated and openly acknowledge due to any time I was victimized or taken advantage of. My past God got a decision will be made to be obviously proven right when many people in my past doubted me. My enemies who spent a considerable time and effort to come after me will realize that it was a huge mistake and many will repent to God and many will repent to me without ever saying a word. I will see a great harvest from the seeds that I previously sown and will sow this year. And every devil and every demon and every demonic spirit that's been sent as an assassin to harass me, to kill my dream, to kill my family, to kill my prosperity. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Get out of my house. Get out of my family. Get out of my finances. Get out of my relationship. In Jesus' name, I got the victory. If you believe that, give God.